Hello, hello, hello. Welcome uh, to Really hello. Clean Radio. Hi, Jay. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. How was your week? Uh, crazy. Yeah? This week has been just crazy. It has been a little bit of a crazy week. Um, I know it has for me. <laughs> I know. Look at these crutches over here. I'm on crutches. What the Girl. fuck is that? Yeah, I had surgery on Friday, and um, now she's just limping around. The I'm city. limping around. I know. My doctor's like, "Have you been taking pain medicine?" And I'm like, "I haven't." She's and like, he, "Yes, I have." No, I'm not, bitch. I'm saving that for a circuit party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wasting it on pain at home. I'm, I'm saving you have that. To deal with your feelings. I'm saving what feelings. <laughs> Hello. True. True. I don't know what you're talking about. So your week was good? Yeah, I had this like crazy little uh, scare. So um, I just tell you straight up, you know, I thought I had STD. Oh my God. Hey, 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 hey. We all have been there. We've all been there. So I thought I had a little STD. Everything came back negative. So I was like, oh, hell no. Something's going on. And uh, she had a, um, a UTI. Really queen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she had a uh crazy little uti i don't know what that is really but it hurt like a bitch and i'm glad it's gone so well uti tmi honey <laughs> that's all i'm gonna I'm, I'm glad you're doing i'm so glad i'm you're, glad you care for me brian i'm so, so glad much. you're doing okay it's uh <laughs> that was really a great start of the night yeah you're so welcome welcome, <laughs> welcome well i'm glad you're doing okay that's for sure welcome to really queen radio everybody um Basically, if you haven't joined us before, if you have, let's do a quick recap of what we're doing here today. We're basically taking uh, influential artists, musical artists that have changed or uh, influenced the G- LGBT community. And um, basically, you know, this started as a conversation with me and Jay in a nightclub. And I was like, hey, do you know who so-and-so is? And he was like, who? And I was like, really, really queen? queen? And so um, we decided to do the show to kind of do a little education. We have a lot of fun doing it. And each week we explore a new artist. And Jay has no idea who this artist is that I'm about to show him. No. Nope. So it's it's completely off the cuff, and whatever he says is kind of like you know it's it's this is the real deal right here. All right, I'm ready. Okay, so if you want to call in during the show at all, we're at four one five five zero zero sorry five five zero zero five one one. That's four one five 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 zero zero five one one. You can also reach us out on Instagram at Really Queen Radio or our website reallyqueenradio.com. Okay, are you ready, Jay? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Here is the artist. I am 
living right now. Living our authentic self. Nope. I do not know who this is. Have you heard the song? Um, I feel like I've heard like versions of this song. Okay, that's a start. Yeah. All right, so the truth of the matter is that you probably have heard versions of this song. As a matter of fact, it's been remixed into dance songs recently, actually. Okay. So you so probably have heard of it. So yeah. you have no idea who this is. No, All right. I don't. This is the one and only Diana Ross. Ah, oh, I should know who this is. <laughs> You've heard of Diana Ross. Yes, I've heard okay. of Diana Ross. <laughs> and so you don't, but you don't know, probably, you'll know you're going to know some of her music. I yeah, promise. I'll know some of her songs. You're going to know some sure. of her songs. You yeah. have to. Yeah. So um, just a little bit about Diana. She was born in Detroit, Michigan, and she um, her, her, her rise to fame basically came from being a part of the Supremes. Okay, I've so heard of you've Supremes. heard of the Supremes, yep. you've heard of Diana Ross and the Supremes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, they did songs like um, "Baby Love" and "Where Did Our Love Go?" You know, "Where Did Our Love Go?" Baby Love, my, my baby, baby love. love. Right? Okay, okay good. Yeah, I got, got we it. got one. We got one. We got one. <laughs> and you can't hurry, love. No, no, okay. Anyways, no. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm losing my voice. I can't sing right now. But anyways, so yeah, they, that's kind of was her rise to to success, and and they were actually Motown's most successful. Act. And they're the okay. best charting girl group in U.S. history. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. They're, they're literally okay. one of the best-selling girl groups of all time. Wow. Right. That's crazy. I mean, you think about it now, girl groups, most of them have a couple of hits. Yeah. Not a lot, right? Yeah. Um, like, Destiny's like, Child was pretty big. Right. Yeah, Destiny's Child was pretty big. Yeah. But, like, you know, these, these, this is back then. And so yeah. they were around. They, I think they had 12, I think it was 12 number one singles in the chart. I mean, that's a, that's a lot yeah, over the span lot. of their career. Wow. Um, and, you know, I have somebody actually on the line who... Um, oh, we have a caller? We, ha- we have a caller. Yes. We have someone calling in. And this gentleman actually knows a little bit about Diana Ross because he was one of the ones that actually remixed that song that you may have actually heard. So um, let's give it up for Joe Guthrow. Joe, are you there? (laughs) I'm here. Hi, Joe. Hi, Joe. Hi. How are you? I'm doing good. So you actually remixed um, Ain't No Mountain High Enough just recently. And if I'm not, it was just named what? Something on Billboard charts. It was like the number one, like one of the top songs of 2018, right? Well, first of all, um, I'm still trying to recover from the fact that your partner in crime there <laughs> did not know that was Diana Ross. <laughs> right. Um, you know, even if you don't know that song, how can you not know that voice? Right. I oh, command no. you immediately to go to YouTube and watch Diana Ross at, give her halftime performance at the Super Bowl. It is the most incredible, craziest thing you'll ever see in the best way possible. Right, and totally. so the minute you get a second, you have to go to YouTube and watch that. She performed that song amongst a ton of her other hits. But, um, yeah, I was listening, and I'm like, is he being serious? <laughs> I am being serious. That's why I'm here. <laughs> I know, right? That, hey, you know what? I guess we're here to inform, right, and, and And that's what we're here for. Hey, Joe, I want to play just like a little clip of your remix so people can hear what it is. This okay. is Ain't No Mountain High Enough, um, and this is your mix with, um, is it is it is it Leanne? Leah. Leah. Oh, Leah remix. So here, let me just yep. play a little, little piece of this.
love me. And if you should miss my love, one of these old days, if you ever miss the arms that used to hold so close, or the lips that used to touch yours so tenderly, just remember what I told you the day I set you free. That's awesome, that Joe. What a great mix. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> what, made you, what made you decide to do Diana Ross? I mean, besides the obvious that she's a living legend, I mean, what, what made you choose her? Well, let me just answer your first question really quickly. Um, this record, the, the remixes of Ain't on High Enough originally reached number one on the Billboard chart in the beginning of the year. And to answer your original question, just recently Billboard released it top dance tracks of 2018 and wow. it, and the wow. remixes of Ain't the Mountain High Enough came in in fourth place. So, yeah. Wow, that's That was awesome. very exciting. Yeah. Um, the way this came about is, um, so yeah, back to that just really quick, it's such an honor to be a part of something, you know, to have an official remix where we're, we're like... Yeah, he, you were an official remix the for the label. Diana Ross. Yeah, I mean, you were an official crazy. remix. That's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, I mean, if you look up Diana Ross, Ain't the Mountain High Enough in the iTunes, it'll pull up our mix with her. Yeah, that's, that's so awesome. Congrats thing. on that. But, um, on, but the answer to your, your, um, the, this question that you just posed, um, sh- the person who does A&R, Brad LeBeau, um, he was basically a and r in the project, and he came to us. He was a fan of our work, and he's like, I have this project for you. Wow. And we had been wanting to do something together, and he, when he told me what it was, I was in complete and total shock. And, you know, sometimes whenever you get these kind of projects, sometimes they can't get the original acapellas, and this yeah. one was recorded in 1970, like six years before I was even born. Right. <laughs> so. The song was recorded in 1970, so to get the the original master or something like that is almost impossible. Wow. But he told me, he goes, this is not going to be a resung version. This is gonna, you're going to get the original parts. Wow, that's awesome. So, and we did not just get her vocals; we got the entire studio set, set, set the entire studio set session. And back then, it was all done live, so you can literally hear like the live. Dr- drummer and the horn yeah. and the strings all behind her and she's singing and this is before the days of like you know pitch correction and auto-tune you had to you had to get it right in the studio so and she was we didn't have to do anything to her voice i mean wow she was, uh, it was amazing it's my yeah, nipples are like hard listening on this to that project has just been insane <laughs> well we'd love that you called in and and we we really thank you for thank your you. your insight on this and that is just such an amazing um honor and opportunity to be able to take something like that i mean like you said the, getting those vocals like that just doesn't happen and yeah that's just awesome you did an awesome job and we're just thank really so much. I appreciate it. really appreciate you and you're awesome and I've known you for a while and you're just an awesome guy and you're very talented so thank you again and we really appreciate you calling in mister thank you Joe All right, we'll talk soon okay thank you bye 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 Bye. wow can you imagine getting like the real the original session and hearing like you know what I mean and being able to like master that and and and, and mix it and oh my god I'm just that's just that's just crazy I know being a DJ I'm sure he was just like in DJ heaven well he's a producer okay 
know, I mean, yeah. he's a DJ, of yeah. course, but he's a producer. When he does stuff like that, that's you know, he goes into the studio and he actually produces. Yeah, that, that's so. like what he loves. You for. know, she was married twice. Um, she has five kids, which is kind of an interesting thing. And uh-huh. here's a little interesting tidbit about her. Her 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 mother actually named her Diane, not Diana. Okay, but there was a clerical error that resulted in her name being recorded as Diana. Oh. And, uh, on her birth certificate. Oh. <laughs> on her birth certificate. So she was listed as Diane during like the first Supreme Records. Like yeah. it was Diane in, in the Supremes, not Diana Ross. It was Diane Ross. Yeah. And and then she just decided to go with Diana, Diana. because it was this like, clerical and it sounded better. And her, her family still calls her Diane though. Oh, isn't that kind okay. of just kind of an yeah. interesting little interesting. thing? She's also she also um, is huge in fashion. She um, she went to modeling school and cosmetology classes and and did all kinds of things that related to that. She worked in this department store called Hudson's Department Store, uh-huh. which was in Detroit. And yeah. she she'll tell you in an interview. She says she was the first black employee that was ever allowed to um, outside of the kitchen. And this is this is like true, right? She's like she was yeah. one of the first black employees to ever, you know, be let out outside of the kitchen. Wow! And she would do things like um, do hairdressing services for her neighbors to make some extra cash. You know, she's kind of like more in the fashion world than yeah. she was in the singing world. She but was I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, she, she, she was a working girl. But I'm gonna play um, this next song for you, and um, let me know if you um, know this one at all because it's um, it's another big one. Here we go. Okay. Reach out and touch somebody's hand Make this world a better place if you can Reach out and touch somebody's hand Make this world a better place if you can Oh my god, you don't know what that is I don't I don't know what it is now Wow I don't think I've actually heard this one reach out and touch somebody's hand this is like literally i think one of like i mean for me this is just like such a quintessential diana ross song you yeah. know you know she always <laughs> if you ever see go to drag shows and you ever see them do diana ross if you ever i don't know if you've ever seen this but know. they give her like extra long fingers and arms because she was notorious for having long arms so she'd like reach out and the drag queen like put this like eight foot hand yeah. out and like t- <laughs> touch the audience touch everyone yeah That's because it was kind of like this 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 joke but like so after she, when she left the supremes like it was uh-huh. 1970 when she left the supremes and she had her first solo debut album which was called Diana Ross okay um, and reach out and touch somebody's hand was one of the first singles released off of the song and ain't no mountain high enough was also off of that same album oh okay yeah yeah so um, ain't no mountain high enough was her first number one single but this was also a song that was released on the album that yeah. was on her first album that did very well um, yeah she- I obviously know ain't no uh, ain't no mountain high enough like you hear that song all the time but haven't heard the the next one right so she was also an actress oh she did a few things and I bet you know some of the things that I'm about to say at least one or two of the things okay so um, she's an Academy Award nominated actress for she was um, for her performance in Lady Sings the Blues and Lady Sings the Blues was a movie it was a feature film um, that was basically about the life of Billie Holiday Okay. Billie Holiday is a jazz legend, and I'm I'm looking at your face right now, and I can tell you don't know who Billie Holiday is. Here. <laughs> so I have to put somebody else on the list. Um, she also starred in a movie called Mahogany in 1975, and this is the one I think you might know. Okay. She was Dorothy in The Wiz. Okay, yeah, I know The Wiz with Michael Jackson. Yeah. Okay, so you you definitely know that. Yes. Have you seen her in it? Like now that you're reflecting back, I, do you remember the Dorothy? I haven't seen. That's the original, right? 
the, ori- the, yeah, the original she, Wiz. She's in the original movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, it's been like since high school since I've seen it. But you, but you've seen it. But at least, seen at it, least yeah. you, you know yeah, what that so is. It's been a long time. Okay, so this one, this next song is kind of, um, I don't know. It's, it's. I love this song, <laughs> um, but I think let's see. Let's. I just, I'm just dying to know if you know. Anything. I'm feeling like you're not going to know who the fuck this is. Like, okay. How many guys have you said that to, Jay? <laughs> <laughs> Too many to count. I wish you guys could be here in the studio watching Brian reenact these songs. We need to start live streaming this shit because, I don't know, I'm feeling this. She is feeling it. So this song is called Touch Me in the Morning. Like I said, how many Touch people? How many, how many guys have you said that to, girl? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, count. you're like in the morning, in the night, in the bathroom, <laughs> at <laughs> church, wherever, at church, in the restaurant. <laughs> what do you? What do you do? You, so are you feeling like you know her a little bit, or you're like, um, so w- what was it recently that she's still alive, right? Diana yes, Ross. Okay, she is. yeah. So they recently just did like a tribute to Diana Ross at a award show, like last year, or recently they did they did a, a tribute to her i remember specifically and then hearing some queens talk about seeing her at like the abbey in la yeah so she was at the abbey and she was out and she was dancing to a remix of ain't no mountain high enough uh- <laughs> So they were filming her like dancing to one of her own mixes, which yeah. was like really super cool. And it was at the Abbey because my friend was there. Yeah, and he sent me a fucking picture, and yeah. I was like, "What? Wait, what?" Yeah, they were like, "Yeah, she was just in the in the the crowd, just dancing, like living her." true self i'm like shit that's I mean, amazing this is a woman who was named female entertainer of the century wow the century <laughs> not the decade <laughs> the century by billboard magazine she's in the guinness book of world records they declared oh her gosh. the most guinness book of world records declared her the most successful female artist in history what mm-hmm. mostly because of her success not only in the united states but also in the uk and having okay. like more hits than any female artist in the charts. Wow. She she had a career total of 70 hit singles. 70. Like, can you even 70? fucking imagine that? That that includes her with her alone and with the Supremes, but she gets, yeah. you know, she gets the credit for the Supreme stuff. Wow. Um, and that's why she was, t- she was inducted into the Rock and Roll uh, Hall of Fame in 1988. Yeah. So... Where as as a been? member of the Supremes, as a member of the Supremes, with Mary Wilson and Florence Ballard, who are the, are the other Supremes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's pretty, and I think what you might be talking about, she was the recipient of the Kennedy Center Honors in 2007. So, maybe maybe there was something, like, when she yeah. was, because you know, the Kennedy Center has, like, performances, yeah, and yeah, it's a yeah, tribute, yeah, yeah. and, you know, it's a really big deal. So, yeah, that's that, probably what you... I think it was, like, like an Oscar, or so, not Oscars, but um, an Emmy or something. I don't know what it was, but... Yeah. Um, um, so, and, and then she was also given the Presidential Medal of freedom in 2016 by wow i don't know what president gave it to her actually i'm thinking about this i'm assuming it's barack obama um, yeah 2016 <laughs> it's got to yeah. be barack obama <laughs> <laughs> it was not president trump <laughs> and here's here's also a crazy thing ready for this uh-huh. so as many singles and as many hits as she had yeah. all right she was nominated 12 times for a grammy award wow okay but she never won 
What? She only won. She only gets has says the only reason that someone will say she has a Grammy award is because she earned the Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award in 2012. So, so she that had, may have been maybe what, that's that, what it that's was. What I'm yeah, that, maybe about. that's yeah. where you saw her. Okay. So she did. So technically, she has a Grammy because of the Lifetime Achievement. Yeah. But she never got a Grammy for the work directly. What? I know. Isn't isn't that, that crazy? Is crazy? Isn't that crazy how that happens? Yeah, but you guys actually because I know you you vote on that right. Uh, you're a member, so you get to vote. So like it's other artists that are voting for the Grammys. Well, right? I didn't Isn't vote that? then, girl. I wasn't around then. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't I was voting. just thinking, like, recently. I don't know when, like, her last, like nomination was i mean we're talking more about the time that she was big but here's the thing like yeah. yes as a voting member you know the the, the the grammys vote but who knows what she was up against i don't know who was you know yeah. running against her that year or what the deal was yeah and it could have just been one of those like a meryl streep thing you know it's like yeah. how, are you, how are you this famous and you don't have an oscar how are yeah. you this famous and you don't have a grammy uh-huh. so it's it's um it's pretty crazy um that i want to play crazy. a song for you that um is is one of my favorite songs and i'm probably guessing that it's a lot of people's favorite song and you know i used to work with christine w i was her backup singer as you know mm-hmm. and she re-recorded the song and um, released it as a dance track so listen up Do you know because of Christine W, like the remix, or you just know from hearing it around? Like I you just know have heard it in the club, I'm, I'm sure. In the club? Yeah. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. <laughs> Maybe Christine W's version. But yeah, yeah. The, the Boss was, you know, was a huge hit for her. Um, and, you know, it was it was a song, like I said, that Christine W did. And it was just, it was kind of a, I don't think it was kind of a sassy song. I know. It's like, for a woman to be like, I'm 1979, yeah. bitch. And, you know, I know you don't know who these people are. I'm not even going to, like, try to ask you this. But okay. um, have you heard of Ashford and Simpson? No. Okay, so Ashford and Simpson were <laughs> this... <laughs> I don't even know where to start. I, so it doesn't really matter if you don't know who they are, but they started writing and producing a lot of her stuff. And they they were singers in themselves. They were, uh, you know, writer producers. Um, and they were, they were amazing. And they kind of took over with her in the 19, late 1970s, early eighties and kind of produced a lot of stuff with her uh-huh. that we're going to find out even more about in just a minute. But I want to, before we, you know, like wrap things up here, I want to talk about why do you think she's a gay icon? Like, why do you, how do you see her as, you know, contributing or why do you think the gays that were attracted to her? I don't know. I mean, I a no lot idea. of people would say, A, it's probably her glitz and glamour. 
Yeah, and she just I has mean, the like big diva voice, you know. I mean, you know, they they were glamorous, and and you know, we always loved we love shimmering gowns and yeah. fabulousness, and and you know, big hair, big hair and just and all that stuff. And so I think so that was theatrical. definitely yeah, definitely something. Now, yeah, I think another reason, and certainly maybe in in you know, I'd say in the eighties, nineties, more nineties and two thousands. She was um, very <clears throat> well known as RuPaul actually said again and again that Diana Ross was his or her childhood idol. Oh, actually, I've, I, I saw an interview with him saying that. Yeah, I mean, he actually co-starred in the music video, um, one of the music videos for her. And um, and also, you know, she appeared on his talk show when he had a, RuPaul had his talk show oh, on VH1. Yeah. So she came and appeared on the talk show. Oh, um, wow. And that was like 1996. Yeah. And so, you know, here, like, here was RuPaul kind of like bringing this, yeah. this diva into the gay world. And we were all watching RuPaul at the time and yeah. following RuPaul and what Ru was doing. Yeah. So I think that definitely helped. Now, this song, let me just tell you, this is, this is for me, this is kind of what I really, really remember, you know, kind of just starting to get into this. Listen up. So you know the song. I know this one, yeah. <laughs> Boy, you turn me inside out and round and round. Yes. Yeah, That's I like, like this one. You do? Yeah, this one's like, so catchy. It is catchy, right? It just like gets stuck in your head. And that was another one that she um, worked with Ashford and Simpson on, so it's kind of yeah, oh, okay. kind of cool. Now, let's continue on with our little like, why was she a gay I- icon? Um, mm-hmm. You know, first of all, her thoughts on gay marriage were way ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. She, um, I remember the, uh, hearing, well, I can't remember exactly where it was that I saw this, but you know, I was young at the time, obviously, but she said that she, this is a quote, love is love and maybe you don't need it to be legal. That's oh. what she said. That's what she said. Yeah. And then she, she continued on and said, it seems like girls, guys, whatever should be able to live together without a legal contract. And you know, back then saying something like that was huge. Yeah. Really huge. She was like an advocate before anybody else. Exactly. Remember we were talking about with our last artist with Donna Summers about being that advocate. Mm-hmm. And this, this is one of the things like she was just like way ahead of her time. Um, she also, um, was a star on, like I said, the big screen. So that, that helped a lot with ladies, mm-hmm. Sings, the blues and mahogany yeah. and the whiz, but it's speculated. It's not necessarily a fact, but that the Broadway production that went and was turned into the movie of, um, of dream girls uh-huh. was a drama based on the life of the Supremes and Barry Gordy, who basically oh. worked, Barry Gordy worked at Motown. He yeah. was the, right. And he was the uh-huh. one that discovered them. So it said that it's based on that and that the character Dina, the lead character yeah. Dina is like kind of a, a Diana Ross. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, 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 and like this in, in passing the baton kind of thing to the other performer in the movie. Yeah. Um, is another lead singer from a girl group. And that would be, Think about it. What other who who would Diana Ross be passing the baton to that was in a girl group that is now her own diva? Beyonce, bitch. Oh, okay. <laughs> God, she's smoke coming out of her ears over here. Come on, you got to work with me, girl. I'm trying. Okay, I'm trying. then this is what I think really brought her to the forefront of the gay world. This was, is, still is, and at the time was a gay anthem. 
Okay. It was about us. It was for us. And I'll tell you about a little bit about it in just a second. But this is, uh, this is, I'm yeah. sure I know it. Yeah. I, I'm, I know you know it. Hold okay. on. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> this one. Oh yeah, I know this one. You know this one because it's sampled in a song, right? Uh-huh. It's sampled in a song right now because you, t- you were singing it to me. Remember we were driving in the car and yeah. you, you were singing I'm Coming Out and it was part of some rap and oh, you were like, I'm like, this, you know yeah. this is singing? And you're like, no. It this. was that P. Diddy song. Right. And yeah. you're right. Hi. Okay, hi. And the girl re-sings that <laughs> and this is the song. There it is. This is where it came from. Okay, yeah. So I remember. I'm going to let this play for a second where I tell you about like one of the biggest diva moments on I think the planet fucking earth okay so when she performed at the Super Bowl in 1996 okay okay this she actually was lowered onto the stage by a sparkler <laughs> embellished crane wait right uh, lowered on the yeah. stage did her performance okay. and then guess how she left the stadium on a helicopter. A fucking helicopter. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I a, knew it. On a fucking... This is the performance Joe was talking about. I need to watch. Yes. Okay. That you need all to right, watch. All Bitch right, I gotta watch it. in a fucking helicopter. <laughs> She's like, bye. <laughs> She's like, bye. <laughs> I mean, like, you just don't like... That's just like, what? Eva. That's called the entrance and an exit. exit. <laughs> right? That's I mean, amazing. And it's funny, that song was written um, was written by... Well, really quick, let me tell you how that song came apart, how that song actually happened. That song happened because um, one of the writers, Niall Rogers, mm-hmm. went to a drag performance that had a whole bunch of Diana Rosses impersonators. Okay. Yeah. And he was just inspired to, um, to write that song after he was there because it was like, wow, you know, um, this is the whole like amazing thing that's happening here um, in terms of like, you know, these Diana Rosses and they need a voice and disco was apparently dead at the time. Okay. So they wrote this kind of disco-ish like upside down song and then decided to follow it up with this. So it's just kind of a, it was just kind of a really, um, it's a kind of a cool, it reached number five and it was really a stepping stone for those really needing to come out. And it was yeah. like something that we could like identify with. And I, I remember when I lived in West Hollywood, her, they filmed the video for this yeah. and it was like on, it was, I think it was on a pride float. And I remember it was like okay. two o'clock in the morning. I was living in West Hollywood and I'm like, I'm getting my ass up. So I got <laughs> my ass up and bitch was on a float with all these fucking gay people. Like you have to go watch the music video because it's, it's really, it's really, really fucking amazing. It sounds and, amazing. And and just recently on October, I think it was uh, no August. It was August um, that they scored another one. She scored another number one Billboard Top Dance hit mm-hmm. with "I'm Coming Out" slash "Upside Down" 2018. So they basically mashed uh. up "I'm Coming Out" and "Upside Down" 2018. Um, a lot of people did it. Eric Cooper. Uh, Chris Cox, Stonebridge, and a bunch of stuff. So um, it's pretty pretty amazing. Um, and lastly, I'll say, you know, if you ever if talking about Broadway, um, there was a, mo- a musical called Motown, which many believe is also yeah. based on on the life of the Supremes and uh-huh. Diana Ross and Barry Gordy. So uh, yeah, what did you think? What did you think about today? 
I mean, I I love her. She's it's a amazing. lot. It's a lot. She's I know. amazing. I mean, I of course I've heard Diana Ross, and of course I I I I have heard her music. I just didn't. It's hard for me to right now to like uh, to like put the song with the the artist. But right. hey, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm learning. That's why you're here. And I know we only have thirty minutes, so it's so hard to get the real full picture of an artist in thirty minutes. But yeah. I just and I try to hit the highlights for you just to give you an idea and stuff that'll like, interest you and fun little facts. So yeah. hopefully we're doing that for you guys and if you guys have any suggestions on who we might bring to the show what artists we might talk about please feel free to reach out to us via email you can reach us um, through our website at reallyqueenradio.com um, or Instagram or we're now on Facebook so anywhere that you want to reach out for us let us know if you have any suggestions ideas or comments let us know we really appreciate it and you know like please tell your friends spread the word yeah, guys, leave a please. recommendation we'd, we'd love to have a rating and recommendation on Facebook so yeah yeah all right. Are you <laughs> it's good? over. It's so quick. It's so it's so quick. I, I don't know. It's so quick. But thank you guys for listening. Don't thank forget to guys. hit us up. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.